1: Time now for the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dom's Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Yes, yes.
0: <laughs> Welcome in. It's Balloon Party, driven by Monganass, St. Louis, here and Alton Toyota. And right now, I'm staring through your soul on YouTube. What do you think of these baby blues? And what do you think of Jackson being back from Las Vegas? Hello, hey,
2: You're everybody. waving to the people. Yeah, good to be back. I'm going to three bet. I, I mean, I like being back, man. I like uh, is my comfort zone. Right back here is where I do battle. I'm going to call here to induce action. <laughs> right. you just That's
0: what you're just trying to play some cards. Right. Yeah, I'm going to call here. Well, get involved. Uh, welcome, Jackson, back. 314-399-9646, Air Comfort Service, text line. Uh, YouTube chat is already very hot. So uh, get in there and uh, see what's doing. We have our 101
2: ESPN Fantasy Football Draft today. Commissioner Brandon Kiley. I think I'm in that league. I might not be. I don't know. I'm in too How many. How do you leagues. not know? because well, I didn't really respond when it was asked. Like, do you want to be in the league? And, do you only respond to Ladue people? You got to have a Ladue filter on your text, right? Well, yeah, I have to like go in and like manually override that if I want to see <laughs> something like that. So it's. I venmoed him
0: yesterday, so I know I'm in. Okay, Uh, seven o'clock tonight. I know Kerry Davis was very unhappy with the thirty seconds in between picks last year, and I don't know if the commissioner has changed that.
2: Right. I'll talk to BK today and see what the word is. Were you in it last year? Yeah. Okay. We finished third. Oh third. wow! Yeah, I went. And it was I, called Piddles Patrol. That was a right. team. Uh, I was in three leagues last year. I finished first, second, and third. Wow! I'm a good fantasy football player. How about that? Yeah, I'm, look I, at I, you. I'm always in the mix.
0: Uh, so uh, that's uh, coming up. But Jackson, you are back from Las Vegas, and I would like to hear how the trip went. There's wonderful videos. Yeah. I thought the man on the street that you and KG and O Town did was outstanding. That's at TMA underscore STL on Instagram. Yep. Uh, tell the people. I mean, they they were missing you. Matt Rocchio filled in, I thought admirably, but you know, I mean, there's this is the
2: Piddles Hour. This is, yeah. And I'm sure Matt Rocchio did a fantastic job because he is very talented. But yeah, I was out at Circus Sportsbook in Las Vegas, Nevada. Nice. Super cool is in the downtown part. So it's not on the strip, but it's downtown, which is uh, an area that has seen a lot of revitalization from what I've been told. Lot to do with Circus Book. Circus Sports, and the hotel and casino there has done a big part of that. So that was really cool to see. Uh, first time out in Vegas, so a lot of it is just like taking it all in because there's so much. I mean, there is a plethora of things to do while you're out there.
0: So you have your first weekend night in
2: Las Vegas. What do you do? So you're talking
0: about Friday night? That would be correct. So uh, you had to fly back on Saturday,
2: right? So the flight Saturday took off at seven ten a.m. Mm. The previous three days before. Uh, That was redundant. But the previous three days, I had woken up at 4 a.m. every day. To join us on TMA. Yeah, doing TMA live from Las Vegas, Nevada, which is, of course, on the Pacific time zone. Mm -hmm. So 7 a.m. turns to 5 a.m. real quick. And so I was a little bit tired, exhausted, and then, of course, had to get up. I don't do well on flights if I am hungover. I can't do it. I won't do it.
0: So kind of just... Sounds like you're setting the audience up for a little bit of a... Like, disappointment know. on Friday night. That's, just that's, n- that's
2: my read. There's just there's just no way I can win. Like, there's no way I can win. It's either I would have to be well, on my phone. just tell fu- the
0: people what you did. I mean, it's, you know, there's been a lot of build up here.
2: KJ No Town and I did the Man on the Street interview. Vox Pop. Yeah, Vox Pop out there on Fremont Street, the Fremont Street Experience. And to get proper video, like video people would want, you have to do it kind of later in the evening mm-hmm. after the people have had some libations. Mm-hmm. So they were right around 10, 30, 11. That's 1 a.m st louis time flying back so i got some in and out burger and hit the hay and i know listen i know what's going to come in like i know like i know what's coming like you're a loser uh you know things variations of that m- mainly loser and i get that and i knew it was coming but that is the case wish i could tell you differently but that is the case wow so that's so why i was got in
0: and out burger on friday night
2: that's right yeah ate what, it what did you get uh, double double animal style unfortunately I had to get the fries just worst to fries in America it's true like there's no bigger it sounds like I'm
0: doing Mike Greenberg exaggeration here but I challenge you to find worse french fry in the United States of America in these United States of America than in out french fries
2: here's the thing Tim is I would take the and out fries over the steak and shake fries but that's not a flavor thing that's a cut thing I don't do the shoestring I think that's weak. But the In-N-Out fries, like the discrepancy with how, how good the burger is and how good the fries are is the widest of any possible restaurant in the country. <sighs> like the burger is outstanding and the fries are so bad. So that was uh, that was a problem. But that's what I did on my Friday night in Vegas. Yeah, so you sat in an In-N-Out
0: in. burger in your hotel room at 11 o'clock on Friday night in Las Vegas. <laughs>
2: no, it's actually worse. Uh, I Ubered In-N-Out. <laughs> ordered ate it there and then ubered back <laughs> i didn't even take it back i didn't even tell the uber to ever hang on wait i'm just gonna eat it here airpods in and kind of take in the scene so yeah so, like trust me i felt like a huge loser oh that's great because the first text at the top of the end is it loser that's yep. all it says yep. yep, yep 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 going out to vegas for free makes me a big loser.
0: Uh somebody uh says BK made it uh 1 minute in between picks. I don't know if that's somebody from inside the building or just somebody who is aware I, I of liked, Commissioner BK. I like the 30 seconds. 30 seconds time. is quick. I didn't mind it cuz it flows through, and I I play so much DFS. I really don't care about my fantasy football teams, but I'm doing it since we're on, you know. Right. part of the it's the station's thing. But if I'm like really caring, whoo, 30 seconds does go quick. It does, but like it makes the draft go quick. But I I like the commissioner's decision. I respect the commissioner. Kylie. Listen to the people, and uh, democracy prevailed here at 101 ESPN. I salute the commissioner.
2: I always salute the commissioner. I love BK. Having said that, I thought 30 seconds is plenty of time. I think if you can't make a pick in 30 seconds, maybe towards the end when you're getting guys who are on the periphery a little bit, but towards the top, you should know who you're going to be grabbing. You have plenty of time in between actual picks before— I don't know, but that's a personal preference
0: thing. Hey, Jackson, the secret to the in out fries is to order them extra crispy. It's yeah. See three people six.
2: told me that I, I wasn't. It was pretty busy. I wasn't looking to. I was. I knew the fries were going to be bad. Just cooking them longer, I don't think is going to change much. God, it's so stunning. Just give me a. Just give me a standard st- crinkle cut. I, oh. Don't be crimp. Just a nice little crinkle cut. That's fine. If they were to take Shake Shack's fries, oh, Bill, and put them in in out then there would be no question oh. on who would reign supreme. Oh, Bill. There would be no question, because it's affordable. I got a burger, fries, and a drink for like $9. You get that at a, a, a name another restaurant, fast food restaurant, you're looking at 15 mm. upwards of $20 mm. for something mm. like that. Mm. Not the case within that. Note. Get this imposter off the air! It's from the 314. Who am I I pretending to be? I don't know. I just read what's in the prompter. I thought that was pretty standard for piddles. What a pathetic loser. You might as well have sent a nun out to Las Vegas. Tim, that's from the 314. That's right. That's right. Ignore all context of what I just laid out and then pop off.
0: I hate steak and shake fries. I have fat fingers and they are hard to grab. That's from the
2: 618. Yeah, you got to grab like eight of them at a time to even get like... And then you put them in the Dippets? Yeah, but the Dippets aren't going to save it. If you if you're relying on Dippets to save your potato you're in bad shape you're in bad shape i, I don't mind the steak
0: and shake fry I'm fine with it the in and out fry is is different and it's like pizza when do you have bad pizza when do you have bad fries the answer is in and out what many would say is one of
2: the best burgers you can get hence the wide Delta yeah it's brutal it's like it's and they're there's just no seasoning on them. They're bland. There's no like breading on them. It's like, there's, but there's, be there's a no... reason for it. They have to be
0: aware of it. What's the They're 100% aware. Oh, yeah. It. No, no, it's the worst thing going. 314 399 9646. Yeah, we're doing best fries here on Balloon Party today. Yeah. And yeah. then worst fries. And then we'll break down each run the Cardinals scored this weekend. Yeah. And...
2: Three segments for three runs. <laughs>
0: And uh, then we'll get you ready for Missouri and South Dakota and Illinois and Toledo and LSU and Florida State. And next Monday night, you got Monday night football. It's not NFL, but it's Clemson going to Duke and Mike Sheshevsky.
2: Except it's except it's foot B.
0: That's right. Dabo. I love me some college football. I watched a little bit of Notre Dame and Navy. Dublin. Uh, in Dublin, eh? Uh, Vanderbilt and their hanging scoreboard. <laughs> Did you see that? They have a hanging scoreboard. Oh, at at Yeah, They're doing renovations. So the scoreboard is held up by cranes.
2: <laughs> oh, God. I might as well get one of those old school ones that you get like a uh, basketball game. Uh, you may have uh,
0: remembered the Rams rules uh, from 2011. Uh, it was a, a high point for an administration that had so many high points in the final five years in St. Louis. Um... I do believe that the Rams did that thinking it was a good idea because I don't think they knew they were going to Los Angeles in 2011. They may have known it was on the table, but I don't think I don't know what happened with, I don't know if I can call Missouri, my alma mater, you know, I have eight credit hours. left. I can absolutely call it. Okay. Uh, My alma mater released Mizzou rules this weekend. I will play those for you on the other side of the break uh, to get you ready for the first week of the college football season. That is coming your way. Plus, The Lil Piddles Angry Beaver Weekend Wrap-Up. Bingo. Yeah, it's coming your way as well. This is Balloon Party, driven by Mungan S. St. Louis Acker Alton Toyota on 101 ESPN.
1: we are right back to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Welcome back.
0: Balloon Party, 101 ESPN. Tim McKernan, Action Jackson with you. Jackson's glorious return from Las Vegas. Extend uh, your Welcome. By uh, sending in a text or uh, commenting in the YouTube chat. Uh, both of us look cute today. I think you
2: might look cuter. He's got a haircut.
0: Yeah, the hair looks good, man. Thank you. Man. It really does. Thank you.
2: Thank you. This I'm is a short episode for a long you. time, too. Because I'd be scared to cut it this short. I know. Short. I lived that. I lived that life. I lived that lie. Yeah. I lived that lie. Yep. It wasn't my plan to go this short. But right? now you can. I came out this way and I was like, oh, wait. Things are happening I for can you. can go
0: short. You're losing weight. The hair is coming back. You're fresh off of the trip to Las Vegas. Just telling you. Yep. This things are
2: happening. This is happening year of growth. This is a big That's year what of this growth. This is a yeah. year of growth. Yep. Deciding on, if, if I don't like some, I'm going to do something about it. Oh, my God. That's what I've decided to do. Yep. Yeah. And that would be the hair, and that would be the weight. Anything else? Hair, weight. Uh, you know, just getting finances in the right order, budgeting better. Uh, you know probably teeth come next. Just everything. What I do got, you with like, your teeth? Big buck teeth up front. so like, What are you gonna do? I don't know. You gonna get lip injections? I think that would offset some of the teeth problems if I had big, puffy lips. Like, update your Instagram? Yeah, pouty. I would say i go in there and say, hey, I'm looking for some poutier lips. And then they'd be like, oh, well, you're pittles. Fall time is
0: filler season. That's always (laughs) been the rule around my home. Hey, join 101 ESPN and Bud Light for Blues and Brews on Friday evening, September 22nd, the Anheuser-Busch Brewery. Uh, Jackson, you're going to be up on stage previewing the season and breaking down the Central if they want real puck knowledge. Get fired up for the blues season at this outdoor street party featuring live music from country music star Chris Lane and local blues musician Marquise Knox, plus appearances by blues players and alumni, food truck, blues merch, 101 ESPN giveaways, and more. Tickets are on sale now. Visit 101ESPN.com for additional event details and to purchase your tickets for blues and brews on September 22nd. The blues season is coming up, so 101 ESPN and Bud Light partnering on blues and brews on Friday, September 22nd, and college football. It did open this weekend. I don't know how much you really count this weekend, but it certainly opens this upcoming weekend, and it starts on Thursday night with Missouri hosting South Dakota and Jackson uh, in what was a surprising development. I'm still trying to figure out if this was parody or if this was serious The University of Missouri Athletics Department parodying the 2011 St. Louis Rams Rams rules that were panned throughout the world when it was released, uh, released this video on Friday in in anticipation of the 2023 11 and one Missouri Tigers.
2: Tiger fans, we want Faroe Field to be the loudest place in the country. Follow these five rules of the zoo for all four quarters and we will be rocking all
1: night long. This is rule at the zoo number one.
2: When our Mizzou offense takes the field and gets ready to work. This is rule at the zoo number two. Each and every time our Mizzou offense moves the chains, our announcer will start us off with, that's a first down for
1: M-I-Z and you will say, you Go Tigers! This is Rule at the Zoo, number three. Tiger fans, when you hear that Jaws music start, it means it's time for a Mizzou kickoff. Our kicking unit is on the hunt like sharks, and trust me, these guys live up to the shark name. And when that Jaws music starts, link arms and start to sway. And make sure to carry this momentum toward kickoff. This is rule at the zoo number four.
0: When our tigers are out there on defense,
1: y'all know what time it is. We We need some more! And
2: when you hear those trumpets start, let's take it up a notch because it's third down. Let's go!
1: This is rule
2: at the zoo number five. Once that clock hits zero in the third, it's officially the fourth. Put those fists up. It's our chance to unify Foreau Field and propel our Tigers to a win. Those are the five rules at the zoo. So let's keep Foreau Field rocking. And don't be afraid to lose that voice.
1: MIZ. All
0: right, Jax. Let's have a serious talk. And yeah. this could be on the air, off the air, it doesn't matter. Right. If the mics are on, that's fine. Okay. Just let me know for profanity reasons.
2: Right. What was that? Well, Tim, the first part of that would, it would be, I don't want to say identical, but a very, very close cousin of the Rams rules. Both they use the, the Allen Parsons project serious as Rams rules
0: did in 2011. Yes. As the Chicago Bulls did when introducing the 1996, seven and eight bulls, if I'm not mistaken we'll talk more about the nba in the sports center update but that that is certainly a parallel so are you saying that you think it was
2: intentional satire see here's the thing that, that rams concluded. rules of course being
0: 12 years ago the college freshman being 6 years old when it came out right
2: and it was so widely loved that it wouldn't surprise me they would bring it back here's what the evidence for that it is a parody. Here's the evidence that it would be a parody. Mm-hmm. The music of the beginning. Nice. The extremely awkward video of <laughs> people either yelling or dancing or in the case of Missouri, locking arms and making waves, something that you, know, you see a lot in SEC football. Another thing would be uh, that the first couple rules are pretty much the same. If Ram, if the Rams rules were similar, you know, on offense, be quiet. Nice. That was... That's a common theme. Uh, the kickoff is a little different because they said, we're going to slow clap it out for the Rams That's rules. That's right, get people fired up. <laughs> this would be the waves with the Jaws music, so similar. Then on defense, you make noise. That was nice. another Ram That's rule. That's a great tip. Uh, now, the the holding the fists up, that is a new development. Uh, the evidence that points that it isn't parody and it's serious is what you mentioned before, that the Rams rules came out in 2011. So college freshman, yes, yeah, six years old, or myself, who's 25, Uh, I was 13 and not necessarily locked in. Mm -hmm. So that would be evidence that is serious on top of the Rams rule's we're not well-received, so why would you parody something that only a certain section of a certain section of the state would understand? And then if you're going to parry it, maybe be a little more on the nose if it's possible. Like yell sack! If the, if the word yell sack after a sack, because that's what everyone in football does, is yell sack. Absolutely. To, you know, like they yell touchdown after a touchdown. That's it's right. also common. Then I would say, yes, there's a parody. But given the circumstances that we just laid out, like people would not really understand that. And only a certain part of a certain part of an area would understand it. Makes me think it's not parody. It was sent out
0: and on the Missouri Athletics YouTube page. That's correct. So this wasn't like, you know, a TMA production, for example. No, that, sir. Would be, that would be yes. something that we would do. 100%. But we're in St. Louis where the Rams like over in Kansas City. They've been aware of the Rams rules, no. you know, and then throughout rural Missouri. Are they aware of it? And again, for the purpose of the students, they were so young when the Rams rules came out. I just don't know if that would necessarily resonate. I have to tip my cap in the sense that it's so questionable that I can't tell if it's real or fake, which at the end of the day, on many procedures, that's your goal
2: right and it's I mean like this, the resemblances are so striking that it's like how could it not be parody but if it is parody like who are you trying to like Like, our people aren't going to understand that and those who do like the fact that it is so hard to tell if it's parody or not does not work well for Missouri and guys
0: when the clock hits zero at the end of the third quarter it's now the fourth quarter thanks for that that's from
2: the 314 I think they were talking about fourth down I think they're talking about third and fourth down No,
0: the fist was the fourth quarter thing.
2: That's when they went. I thought it was for fourth down because that makes sense. When a football team gets a stop on third down, they put the fists up. So I don't see why. No, when you go into the fourth quarter, that so you're supposed to. I thought that's what it was. Arbitrarily put your fist up when the fourth quarter be. You supposed to keep it up for the entire fourth quarter. I think when it starts. Oh, that's so weird. I hope it's the fourth down. I really hope it is. If it's the fourth, the start of the fourth quarter, that's <laughs> yeah. going to look so You know, like Iowa waves high the kids in the Children's Hospital. Missouri's is going to be put your fist up. Oh goodness!
0: Uh, all the University of Missouri is telling me with these damn rules is that I should bet the under on them winning over six games. Thanks, that's from the nine eight zero. Does uh-huh. this give you pause, Jax? I mean, we're both we're both ha- I mean, we're so leveraged on taking the over of six and a half wins for this upcoming season.
2: I saw a stat on Twitter. Now, this isn't source necessarily. I don't you have, don't have a I'm,
0: source. I don't have great information on, on it. On Balloon Party, which is essentially the NPR of Sports Talk Radio, we attribute sources. Right, all things this considered. Is, this is a guy on Twitter, though. That is our source.
2: I thought I saw that like upwards of 90% of the money is on Missouri going over 6.5.
0: That's incredible if that's the case. Right, I don't know about what the, what the you volume. Think that just shows the power of this show? I think. And how we're
2: moving markets. That. Are we the Jim Cramer of, of right. sports talk and gambling? That. And I don't know how Brian Kelly's going to handle 50,000 strong putting their fists up when the fourth <laughs> quarter. strong. When the, when the first, fourth quarter starts. That little Southern bell from New England. Right. Yeah. Probably closer to 65,000.
0: Look at you. You're starting to feel it now. Now you believe.
2: I've, I've been. I, listen, this video is goofy as all get out. Don't get me wrong. It gives me no pause or makes me any less excited for the Tigers to start the season.
0: Good morning. When the quarterback throws the ball, it's called a pass play. That's from the three one four. 4
2: And you yell out, pass, catch. Four fingers are for the fourth quarter, idiots. That's from the 3 one Who's saying that? I'm kicking this. Those things have to be organic Mizzou is trying too hard And should not be in the SEC That's from the 3 I wish That always goes back to Missouri Shouldn't be in the SEC Ignore all the numbers and evidence To prove that they've had a better time In the SEC than Tennessee Or Ole Miss Or Mississippi State in some cases You're citing, I guess, over the last decade Since Mizzou has entered right. the SEC Not in the history okay, of the SEC that Tennessee would, not be, would probably Oh, 100% But in the time Missouri's been in the SEC They have two SEC championships Well, Tennessee has zero. Uh,
0: Why is a school whose nickname is the Tigers calling themselves the Sharks and playing music from the movie Jaws? I thought Tigers hunt also. This is sure to be a season where you might want to bet the under on six and a half
2: wins. It sounds like the people are starting to short our play. Good, good. Get the numbers up. You did bet it. What did you bet? What was your... Uh, a couple units on over six and a half. What, and and you your unit size, of course, is... Uh, something that you'll have to find out after, like, uh, I guess I can like, start a Patreon. You can find out. Oh, you're going to open up a Patreon. My unit size. And what was your payout? Uh, it's going to be
0: good. Yeah, I mean, it's... Well, no, I wasn't asking <laughs> what, for an what? adjective, a very generic one, nonetheless. I'm, I was asking for, like, did you get minus... Oh, no, hundred. plus a hundred.
2: Okay. It was even money, essentially, good. so right. that's a where plus. I wanted it to be, you know. Nice. Yeah, I think I,
0: I understand six and a half is like plus 108.
2: Yeah, that's probably at the number, and I don't think it'll shift at all before the season starts. Well, this concerns me if all of the people are betting the over. Yeah, it does I mean, outside of the fact
0: that we obviously move financial markets. Right. But
2: if it's the money and not the volume, then yeah. much more comfortable with it. Well, you're the one who brought up the tweet. You
1: have right, the tweet? and it was the money. It was the money, it not was the volume. Money.
2: If it was volume, then yes, okay. I would be concerned. But if it's money... Where is the tweet? Um, Doug? Let's see. I'm trying to find it. I don't know. Don't you trash Tennessee, Jackson. It's from the 618. Uh, People who know me know that I do not like the University of Tennessee. What is your issue with the volunteers? I don't like the fan base. Why don't you like the fan base? I think they think that they're a blue blood, even though they've, in this century, proved nothing to that extent. They really, I mean, I guess I love their passion. But that's SEC football, man. Like, there's going to be passion all over the place. They have passion in College Station, Texas, all the way to Columbia, South Carolina. How do you do? So From ba- sea to shining sea. Damn right. So, you know, I just, I think Tennessee is very full of themselves and have done nothing except have an absolute carousel of coaches over the past 10 years. To what do you hate, Butch Jones? God bless Butch Jones. Thank you. It was all on Derek Dooley.
0: Uh, If a football is being used, then it's a football game. Thanks. That's from the 314. Yeah.
2: Listen, I have no defense of the video. There's no doubt that was rough. Tim was the Vegas loser, the producer of that crap. Now I hope Mizzou loses every game. That's from the 314. Fine. Keep that same energy. Just want that out there. Because on October 7th, when the LSU Tigers come to town... Two undefeated teams. That's right. Two college undefeated game Tigers. Day. Yeah, college, college game day. Right. Seven o'clock kickoff, because Alabama,
0: Texas a and 2.30. That's right. Seven o'clock kickoff. 60 plus thousand all cheering for the Tigers, and that little Southern debutante, Brian Kelly, comes running on the field with his disguised New England accent.
2: That's what I to say. Well, now, Southern Now signing debutants. like DiCaprio and Django and Chain. Yeah. He, he went from uh, DiCaprio and the Departed, and now <laughs> yeah. he's DiCaprio and Django yeah. and Chain. It's amazing.
1: Why? They're going to be undefeated. Going into
2: Kentucky. That's right. That's right. And then all these people. Like, a the Missouri video. rules led them to yeah. how quickly they will forget when college game day comes to marching. What if they lose to South Dakota on Thursday? Uh, you won't see me here on Friday. You'll be out. I don't. How could I defend? <laughs> God, it was like after that first, Get Kelly Bryant go out to Laramie, Wyoming, and, and lose to Wyoming. And I was like, oh God, it's all st- over yeah. before well, it you started. were on
0: TMA then, so you didn't have to deal with it. No, oh. I was in my own. Depths of yeah, despair. Probably in Colombia, actually. It was. Uh, you're welcome to give your thoughts. Leave a mic drop. You can text an Air Comfort Service text line three one four three nine 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 six four six. We will have the Lil Piddles Angry Beaver weekend wrap up next on Balloon Party, driven by Morgan S. St. Louis Acura, and I'll tell Toyota on one one ESPN.
2: This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser. Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free.
1: We're right back to the balloon party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. What a weekend it was in the world of sports. It's time now for little Piddle's Weekend Wrap-Up. Presented by the Angry Beaver, a couple of blocks south of Bush Stadium. Mention Piddle's for $5 off any pizza.
0: Back at his moon party, driven by Mungin' Ass St. Louis Accural Toyota on 101 ESPN and on YouTube. Tim McKernan and Action Jackson, fresh off of wearing a sleepless in Seattle t-shirt to the Cosmopolitan Chandelier Bar. Uh, it is your first Angry Beaver Little Piddles weekend wrap-up uh, in a week because it would have been last Monday. But your first Little Piddles, Angry Beaver, anything since returning from Las Vegas, and I expect this one to be incredible.
2: I would uh, agree. I, I, the expectation would be the norm. However, some of the, you know, I'll just get into it. Nice. Yeah. Sick ad lib. Thanks. So we sit here on August 28th, 2023 mm-hmm. with the Cardinals where they are in the Blues slash football season still on the horizon. Is this the most dead the St. Louis sports scene has been in any time in your broadcasting career? Wow. Where would STL be without City SC in the mix? Does this concern you for the future of the sports landscape in St. Louis?
0: Kind of irritating you didn't say Hall of Fame. Right. Uh, well, I
2: figured that was... Is it like implied? Yeah. Like you don't say like, you know, Stan
0: Musial's Hall of Fame career. Everyone knows yeah, Stan Musial. not the first time we've been compared. I think... I mean, I hadn't thought about it, but that's what the Angry Beaver Little Piddles Weekend wrap-ups right. for. I thought it's pondering. <laughs>
2: uh,
0: God. I think it might be for a sustained period of time. Right. Now... I'm going to draw a parallel, something that we can all relate to because I am very relatable. Relatable. I'm a man of the people from South St. Louis. Right. Yep. The thumb is coming out. (laughs) I'm short. Yes. I'm bald. uh, I'm
2: super likable. Yeah. You, You appeal to every group out there. Absolutely. But something
0: that just took place last week, I don't recall. So I'm not going Mike Green, Greenberg Prisoner at the moment. A stretch of weather with that heat in my lifetime in St. Louis, I do not. I really don't. But then at the same time, it could have happened last year, and I just forgot about it. Right. You know. Yeah. So along those lines, maybe somebody would go, "No, this year was worse." But having worked in St. Louis TV or radio since 2000 and doing this stuff since. Uh, being at the University of Missouri in the late 1990s. Yeah, I mean, who's really, at this point, like, really locked in on the Cardinals? I mean, why would you do it to yourself? Unless you're, like, a scout. Or a masochist. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then, or just going, I'm just going to bet against the Cardinals and yeah. retire.
2: Yeah, I'm always part of it. Yeah, like, there's, like, watching the game and then being locked in. Or sure, you can, you can bet it without
0: watching it. Oh, for this, sure. There's that. So, and then the Blues haven't started up yet. And, you know, while we are excited about Missouri football. And I'm sure some Illinois fans are excited about Illinois football. It would be disingenuous to act like college football in St. Louis has the same presence as take your pick of whatever Big Ten or SEC market, relatively speaking. So to have a moment like this, yeah, it does stand out to me as being one of the most dead. Now you you ask about City SC. That could provide... A surge of enthusiasm. Now, I already think it has a greater base than it would have expected in March. Disappointing to lose to Orlando on Saturday night. Unique set of circumstances on that loss. Taylor Twelman, I can't wait to hear what he has to say about it on uh, tomorrow presented by Together Credit Union. But along those lines, I think what could happen in October Is people are going, okay, the Blues just started up, the Cardinals are done, you know, we both expect Missouri to be undefeated after the LSU game, but on the off chance, they're not.
2: Right, very slim chance.
0: Thank you. Uh, You're going, God, it's October, and, you know, it's fun that the Blues are starting, but Cardinals aren't playing, we don't have NFL. If City is in a spot they could capture even more of the market share by being in position to host a playoff game at the very least and potentially making a run. So you have those two things working potentially in their favor. I just don't think at the moment, I think for the people who are interested in it, and we're interested in going in, they're locked in and they're going, how can you not talk about city SC? And I understand that. Listen, I'm, this isn't, I'm not, it's not about a playing favorites, about like, I love Missouri football, but I recognize the majority of the audience in St. Louis at this moment does not share my feelings. I oftentimes talk about how I love golf, but I know most people don't love golf. So I don't talk about it. So I call how I see it. And at the moment, I don't think city SC has it, but if they are in the playoffs and hosting a game, and I would expect that to be the case, then you get yourself into a position where a bunch of people are paying attention to it, i.e., the casual fan. And once they're watching it, or if they're lucky enough to go to it, going, Holy crap, there's nothing else like this. Right. So it provides an opportunity for it to experience a real surge in popularity, even though right now, perhaps still uh, a small percentage of St. Louis sports fans are really actively monitoring it relative to the Cardinals at this time, usually, not this year, at this time, usually. Uh, and of course, uh, the Blues, when they start up the season in October.
2: Yeah, I, I without City right now, I mean, we would be really in the depths of it. Because at least with that, you have something to talk about, you can watch it on the weekends. But without that, man, it would be trying times. Because like you said, who, how many people are really locked in on the Cardinals? So many questions to answer, but those answers can't be provided until the offseason. Well, the, the best
0: part of the Cardinal calendar this year is going to be November and December.
2: Right, exactly. And then you're going to be hip deep in football. So it's like... Right now, I, I know in my lifetime, I can't remember now, I've only worked in sports media for, this is my third year, but. Hall that, of Fame. Right, well, certainly like a. It's trending. Young breakout star. Right. Like I a like,
0: Shoyotani, like it's obvious.
2: Yeah, yeah, I would say so. Still got something to prove. Right. Um, and hoping to avoid the DL. Uh, IL? Either way. Nice. I just don't know where, like, I've never, because even last year at the Cardinals, A, they were in it, and no, B, you had Albert Pujols. Right, they
0: won the division. Right, there's almost always, like, a storyline to then follow. losing to the Phillies for the vast majority of people was surprising. Right,
2: agreed. And, there's and, always, and on top of it, you had a
0: colossal debacle in the ninth inning right? that exacerbated the offseason's needs, fairly or unfairly. It just did, because you just got knocked out of the playoffs after winning a division championship in two games, and... Uh, and then you go lock in Wilson Contreras for five years. Uh, Jackson, do you have another question on this Angry Beaver Little Piddles weekend wrap-up? Do you
2: have anything else you do? Yeah, and it segues nicely into what we were just talking about because mm. I think this is an element of it. Do you think it's odd that there is no discussion going on about the state of Ollymore Mole's job and his future with the yes, team? Yes,
0: I have spent a lot of time on this topic. I'm. I'm sorry to cut you off. I'm just. That's all okay. good. Uh, is there a follow up? Let me get the whole thing. I mean, that's what the angry beer. The angry beer pays
2: for you. They don't. They don't say mention Tim and get five dollars off, do they? No. Well, no damn no, right. They does. don't. Nobody does. <laughs> uh, do you imagine a change of manager could happen in the off season? Doug Vaughn has a theory on TMA that if Marmol is still gamefully employed by the Cardinals, then the big picture direction of the team is coming from the top. Do you subscribe to that theory?
0: I, uh, yeah, Doug's premise is if he doesn't catch hell, then he's doing what the front office right. and ownership wants him to do. That, that, that of the whole situation this year, like if we're doing Family Feud and the great Steve Harvey... Or maybe even that cute little Richard Dawson would nuzzle up on my navel as he greets me like he used to. Oh, he was very aggressive when he greeted people. Is that right? You really should YouTube that and settle <laughs> in and go, could that happen in 2023? Uh, and we're going to say, biggest surprise of the Cardinals 2023 uh, calendar year. And while you could take your pick of whatever, to t- like, oh my God, what had Adam, Adam Wainwright or the fact that they're, you know, I suppose it's unlikely, but theoretically could lose close to a hundred games. Um, I would say that they're in the spot that they're in and there really isn't there. It's not, it's not like chastising fans for being at the gates. It's just kind of, there is an, there is an apathy of sorts that they're not going to make any changes. Right. And that is the thing that when I I was talking, I know I said this to Rocchio last week, I said, it's so strange to me, I don't think any other market would have this, where you have a team coming up this short of expectations, not really because of injuries, by the way. Sometimes you just got to deal with it, and it sucks, and I know it's not popular. I feel like the 2007 year was an example of that, where it just had injuries, and it sucks, but it happens. Yeah. But you also were coming off of 2000 through 2006, and every year they were a damn good team. Even the year they missed the playoffs in that stretch, in 2003 they were above 500. So it was kind of hard to get worked up about it coming off a world championship. But this isn't about injuries. This is about the roster construction in the offseason and a team that has been... For sure, one of the five biggest disappointments, and I'm sure some would say one Top of the 30. three biggest. Yeah. It just depends on how you want to rank the Mets and Yankees and Padres and whoever else you'd want to throw into the mix. Yeah. And then you'd expect changes in New York. I think there will be yep, uh, in both franchises, and you'd expect changes in San Diego. But in St. Louis, it's just not expected. Mm-mm. And that shows the malaise that I think Cardinal fans have towards the way that this operation handles its business. So I can, but it it kind of becomes the boy who cried wolf unintentionally. But I'm just like, can't wait to see see what they do this offseason. I can't wait to see what they do the trade deadline. Can't wait to see what they do the offseason. Can't wait to see what they do the trade deadline. Yeah, I, I, I personally don't expect, like when I'm talking about changes, you know, if somebody who's like a bench coach or something like that. But usually a manager, a general manager, or somebody in the higher up in the front office makes a substantial change when you have a season with these kinds of expectations and this kind of failure. Instead, they're empowered to fix that which they created. And that strikes me as incredibly surprising. Your thoughts are welcome. 314-399-9646. Air Comfort Service. Text line, Tim McCurton, Action Jackson with you. This is Balloon Party, driven by Munganas, St. Louis Acura, Alton Toyota, on 101 ESPN. <laughs>
1: Back to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN.
0: Welcome back. Final segment of Balloon Party for Monday, August 28th, 2023. BK and Ferrari, Commissioner Kylie to you, Jackson, uh, will be up at 11 o'clock. And then we'll have our fantasy draft for 101
2: ESPN at a 7 make, o'clock. Yeah, I have to make sure that I'm going to be in that. I can demo immediately, so... uh what does it say that if you were in it last year and you didn't get invited back? Well, I don't think you a think, problem client? Well, no. That's what I, I, that's what I take it. Well, first yeah. of all, I was like the only person who was on board with the 30 second draft rule. I was championing yeah. our commissioner during that period. I also came in third, but I also got the text saying, hey, do you want to join? And I remember being like, oh, I have to see how many fancy leagues I'm in, but I didn't communicate that, which is on me. I mean, I can acknowledge yes, that I've made big a mistake. It's big of you. Right. That's what makes me relatable. And so, uh, I think that I hope you know I'd I'd do it, but that'd be three, and that's my absolute max. I can't do more than you because then you're rooting your against schedule. yourself. Now, I know, and, I know what you're saying. Especially if you're betting the board, like I like to do on a you football do, Sunday. Like to diversify your portfolios. Diversify. Right, I usually do six game teasers, which
0: are oh so positive EV. Right, uh, Jackson. Do you have a third question for this angry beaver,
2: Little Petals weekend wrap up? I sure do. What a pause! I'm trying to decide which way. Uh, land- oh, I'm going to go down this line. Amazon joins the list of suitors of tech giants with some interest in purchasing ESPN from Disney. If you were one of these tech giants who are looking to buy ESPN, how would you change things for the better, both from a content perspective and a delivery method for consumers to watch? Also, what do you think is the uh, end goal of these big tech giants trying to purchase something like ESPN?
0: Well, I don't know that they are. So that'd be building off a premise that I'm not sure is the case. They're supposedly having conversations. Per who wrote that? Uh, front Office Sports. Front Was Office has been the source for both yeah, Amazon okay. and Apple. Um, I, my honest answer is I don't know. It's above my pay grade. I'm I'm a simple. You know I, I don't know if people know this. I grew up in South St. Louis. Right, you're more into like bullpen rotations. That's what no. You're like. I bust tables at Pietros, right. and for me. Uh, To just be here is an honor. And I'll let the people, uh, the coastal elites, uh, figure those things out. Right. I'm just in their ivory tower. In their ivory tower. That's exactly right. I'm just focused on I'm a meat and potatoes guy. You know, let's have Tim over for some meat and potatoes. That's what the
2: people say. Right. Coleslaw McCurron. They they say.
0: So I can't understand that. Your technology and Wall Street deals are above my simple busboy mind. Uh, so you can talk about that at the, the men's card room tonight. I, I'll I'll be having meat and potatoes.
2: Right, while drafting a very meat and potatoes fantasy team. That's right.
0: So uh, all I, all, we had this t- conversation at the very end of TMA today, and, and we disagreed. Oh, I wish we would have brought this up earlier. Yeah. Because you believe access to sports viewing is better in 2023 than 2018. And I dispute that now. I think you're probably, in fairness to you, going bigger picture, and I'm talking about the Blues and the Cardinals uh, then I, specifically. Yeah. Then,
2: then we're then we're on the same team, right?
0: So I, but th- watching the Blues and Cardinals, how it used to be oh, yeah. was so much difficult. easier, and I just it's such a disaster and i think it's and i think and i know i talk about it damn near every show here but i i think i it's kind of like when the rams I, I on tma i felt like we were one of the only shows in the market you know in 2012 going they're going to move they're going to move and it was unpopular mm-hmm. but i'm going it would be it would be like a doctor not being honest with a patient right well we can talk about them beating the the 49ers but for what i do for a living an nfl team is moving and we've got to talk about that and if the Cardinals television situation is not only impacting how the fans, everybody who is listening to this, watch the games, but also how the team spends its money, then it's a huge story. And it is my theory that that is what is going on. So combined with the fact that it is difficult to access the games for a large portion of the fan base in a time when it should be easier than ever, and that that television deal is causing the Cardinals a head- It's some absolute monster story. So that is why uh, I am for anything that improves it. And my expectation is that within two years, our sports viewing, both locally and nationally, internationally, will be at its best. The good news is the depths of how things are at the moment will force Improvement, Kind of like, ideally, will be the case with the Cardinal front office. Time for us to shut it down. BK and Ferrario are up next for Action Jackson. I'm Tim McKernan. This has been Balloon Party, driven by Mung and S. St. Louis Acura, and Old Toyota, 101
1: ESPN. You've been listening to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN.